Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. All right. Well, Kate, we're, um, we're unfortunately going to talk about a slightly unpleasant topic today, but something that does occasionally happen. So members, you do need to be prepared. What happens and what do you need to do when one of your clients dies? Well, what can or needs to happen can vary depending on the details of your situation. So we're going to go through some of the basics today. First, you need to assess whether your client has a spouse or a partner with survivorship rights or is listed on the deed if your client is selling a property. Your concerns could end there if the partner has mental capacity to continue with the transaction and contracts. Whether the client has a surviving partner or not, if there's a current contract on the property, alert the other side's agent so that they can prepare their client for delays or decisions that need to be made. If the client does not have a surviving partner or spouse, you need to look at the contracts involved. First, your brokerage agreement with your client, and then the purchase contract, if there is one. The contract may state that it terminates upon the death of a party. In that case, read the other provisions to determine what happens with regards to the EMD or any other outstanding concerns. But many contracts, including Virginia Realtors forms, have an assignability clause stating that the contract is binding on heirs, successors, and assigns. That means your next step is to determine who those heirs or successors might be. In particular, you need to know who is going to be able to sign any documents that need signing if the contract survived past your client's death. Determining who this person is may be easy if there's an executor named, for example, or may be much more difficult, like if the client dies without a will. Either way, the estate likely needs to go through the probate process, which will happen in the circuit court where the client resided or owned the property. Whoever is handling your client's estate will need to talk to the court clerk's office and discuss their situation. They may need an attorney to help guide them through this process. Ultimately, they need a document giving someone the authority to handle matters and sign documents on behalf of the deceased. And a quick side note here, keep in mind that power of attorney documents are not the same as wills. They generally do not survive the death of the person. And while the person listed as able to sign documents may indeed be the same person who can sign them after death, the POA is likely not the document needed to certify their authority after the death. And another side note, you should be looking at your timeline throughout this process and determining if any deadlines need to be extended while the process gets sorted out. So once you know who is making decisions and signing documents on behalf of your client, if there's a current contract on the property, you'll need to see what the parties want to do. You may already have an idea of what the other side wants to do if you notified them earlier in the process. Do the two parties want to continue on with the transaction? Do they want to mutually release each other from the contract? If the parties want different things, they may need to consult with lawyers to discuss their options and the best path forward. If they agree to move forward with the transaction, someone will need to reach out to the third parties like lender and settlement companies to ensure the parties have the necessary documentation to proceed. Finally, if you're on the other side of the transaction where a party dies, prepare your client for delays and decisions they may need to make going forward. Start having the conversation about what they wanna do given this considerable event. 
All right, let's go to the legal hotline. Kate, I have a property listed and my client just died. The property was not under contract, but it is listed in the MLS. It's not currently clear who's responsible for the seller's estate. Do I need to withdraw the property from the MLS? If no one has the authority to currently sell the property, it may be problematic to have it active in the MLS. Check your MLS rules, but it's very likely that you will need to withdraw the property. Jessica, I am the listing agent on a property that is under contract with a married couple where the wife is disabled and the husband was her caretaker. We just found out the husband died. My clients already have a place to move and have expended funds to do so. They're concerned the deal will fall through. What happens next? Well, no doubt this is a hard situation and will require a lot of conversations. The first thing to do is to look at any upcoming deadlines and extend them if necessary. Next, start discussions with your clients and the buyer's agent about what they want to do and what might be possible. But prepare your clients that it's possible the deal will fail or be so complicated that the parties may just agree to release the contract. Let's talk about how to limit your risk. Notify the other side immediately if your client dies so that everyone can start to determine next steps. Determine immediately whether any deadlines need to be extended. Have a discussion with your clients about the provisions in the form contracts that deal with assignability and what happens with each contract if someone dies, particularly if your client has health concerns. They may be surprised and want something different. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2020. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.